Would you like to come and stall it? Ah, will you just stall it, look? I'd like to come and stall it. I'm not really in the mood. Well, come on and bleed and stall it. Yeah, house hatcher. I'm not a house hatcher. We'll stall it for the crack. We're gonna have a laugh. Hello, gorgeous boys and girls. That was a bad blowing boy. How are you doing? How are you, Joe? I'm just putting up an Instagram story. About what? About me swimming in the sea. Another one of them? Sea swimmers? Ah, fair play to you though. Do you want me to read what I said out? <coughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah. And then sure if it's not, we can edit it. I said, uh, it's 2023. This would be nice now if we played some epic music over this. Like that one that's like... Doo, 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 doo. Epic music included. Imagine it in your head. It's 2023. And I just wanted to remind you that no matter how hard times get, no matter what life throws at you, always remember, I swam in the sea today, which means I'm superior to you. <laughs> that's good. Do you feel motivated? Because that's what people do. I mean, I don't feel motivated. People swim no. in the sea. They I feel do. like you're motivated by that post. It's, an, it's ironic because people do that. People swim in the sea and they take pictures and they post it on Instagram and they say, look at how great I am. Did you just go? You're not doing this. Did you just go, ha. That's it, yeah. That's it. Ha. Look what I did. Look at you. me. I'd say for power to them. That's it. It's a a mad thing to do that I wouldn't do. And uh, fair play to anyone that does it. Thank you. you. Thank you. Including you. Thank you. <laughs> I'll bring you. I'll get you to do it. I won't be getting into no fucking ocean. Why? That much. I because because this is the bonus episode. <laughs> okay, the bonus episode of the Starla Podcast. Let's go. Let's go, baby. And we have Owen here, as usual. We do. To read out some very good questions. Yep. We have a good few that came in. The first one is from Liam. How are you, Liam? Is it's it Liam Brady, is it? It is not. Well, I mean, it oh, could be Liam Brady a using a different name. Well, I think, like, you know, he, he grabs the ball and he puts Liam it in. Liam says, long time listener, first time emailer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was consumed by a moral dilemma yesterday. I'll give my answer at the end, but I want you to tell me what you would do in this situation. Run. I was walking out of a shop last night and I found a lotto ticket inside the shop, but right at the door. It was for that night's Euro Millions. I had it in hand and looked around for its owner. I could only see one person around. It was a man getting into his car. I called out to him and asked him that he drop a lotto ticket. He said no. There was no one else to be seen, so I put the ticket in my pocket. I got home and told the wife. I said, what if I win? Her response was, would you try to find the owner and there was no one around? Now, the thing is, technically, I could have traced the owner if I did win any money, but I didn't, for the record. So I could trace the owner by going to the shop and asking them to check the CCTV and you'd see the person dropping it just inside the door. So lads, if it did win any money, say it was millions, would you keep the money or try and trace the owner? Liam has given his answer, but uh, he's asked that you answer first before we give his. I I would trace the owner if I won the lotto. Um, and give them all the money? In hoping that they would be so kind to share some of it with me but I think that's a big gamble that's a that big they, gamble they might just like say thanks thank you thanks a million uh, I wouldn't trace them Jesus I'd keep the money uh, couldn't live with myself I would like to 
I would like to trace the owner and give him some of some <laughs> money. <laughs> That's a nice gesture. Um, Could be a car case in that. <laughs> I tell you what, it, it kind of reminds me of the question: if you give somebody a scratch card for their birthday, so you bought the scratch card, and they won like and a thousand get, quid. Well, more. Like let's say they won five hundred grand on that scratch card. Or you could even say if it a low. Who owns that card? If you bought it. Like, what's the verbal contract of it? Like, it's the same as giving someone money in a card. When you give someone money in the card, they own that money. Yeah. So they do own that scratch card because you bought it for them. And why is it? Because it's in your possession. Like, if if like if you have fifty euro in your pocket, can I just say that's my fifty euro? Not because it's mine, but I didn't make the choice to give you that as a gift. So what's the contract? What's the word? What does the law say? Once it's in the card, sealed and passed over, that's theirs. So once it goes into, I don't a card, think it's a law. I think it's just. So what if I dipped your pocket, put it into a card, sealed it and gave it to myself? I say, yeah, it, was, say, it was a yeah, gift. 100% gift. Then it's mine. Yeah. Even though I took it from you. But once you put it in a card and put seal it, then, then give it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's yours. <laughs> oh my God. Um, Would you really keep it? You wouldn't. The lotto? If I won the lotto? Are you saying you're such a nice person that you would give millions of euros Are you surprised away? that that was his answer? Not at all. No. I think it'd be a lot of people's answer. Yeah. I think it'd be your answer if you weren't afraid of looking like a bad person on the podcast. <laughs> well, I, I always go back to that Truth time. Be told, that yeah. time I found the wallet. Yeah, that's not, not a million euro. It's still a lot of money that I didn't have. But it's not a million euro. But it's still 700 quid. I didn't have that mon- type of money. Yeah, I probably wouldn't give 700 euro back either. Wait, what was the wallet scenario? Really briefly. Was he in the F- same vicinity? Found, found, well, a woman found the wallet outside the credit union, and a woman. Go on. What? What were we gonna say? Does a woman have a wallet? Is it that not a purse? Like it, it, was, a woman, like a purse. it was. It looked like a wallet. It was a purse. I think it was Louis Vuitton. Money messing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a, a wallet purse. Okay. Is that a thing? It a, is now. A worse. A worse. It was a worse, and uh, there was like cards in it and stuff like that, and. Blah blah blah, like all traceable back to the person who dropped it, and I was like, "It seems like there's more in this, like." And it didn't like dawn on me till I went home and looked at it again that there was a zip at the back. And I opened the zip and there was like seven hundred quid in it, and I was like, "Wow!" It's like five or six years ago, you know. And uh, obviously, our phone, our phone number was actually in there for some reason on a piece of paper. I think it was like on a receipt or something. I don't know. So I rang the number and she came and collected it and she was like, had tears in her eyes and everything saying it was for her month's rent mm. that she took out in cash to give to the landlord and I felt very good after that. I felt way better than what I would have felt if I had kept it. It's nice when you lose something you get it back. I left my laptop in a taxi before and the taxi drove off I forgot to take the laptop out and then I was looking for my laptop the next day and I realised, shit, I must have just left it in that taxi. So then I had to call the taxi app that I ordered the taxi from. And they got in touch with the taxi driver. And then the taxi driver got in touch with me. And then I arranged to get the, the laptop back. But he wasn't proactive in getting the laptop back. I had to go searching it out. Oh, Not yeah. everyone's nice. Not everyone's nice. The person that you, like that person that you gave the Porsche back to probably wouldn't have done the same thing. You're that giving it about matter. other people not being nice. You just said you wouldn't give back the lotto ticket. No way. You must be joking. Well, so how, not everyone's nice, including you. But you said, nice. you yeah. said, 
Everyone's not nice. It's always I nice when you lose something and someone gives it back to you. Yeah. Yeah. Feels so nice. you're going to just take that and not think of that person and how you'd feel. If you gave that person that back, like you'd want that back if you lost it. The thing is, that person who bought that lottery ticket would have never known that that lottery ticket won. Mm. If it was a quick pick or something. Let's say it's the specific numbers that he usually picks. Then he absolutely would. But if it was a quick pick, it's not. if you lose a wallet with 700 euro and all your stuff in it, you know you lost it. But if you lose a piece of paper, mm. that means nothing. Mm. Well, let's say you were outside of Bucky's and you're seeing a betting slip on the ground and it had 17 teams on it. And they all won. And they all won. Would you go looking for that person? Well, it's impossible to find that person. Well, it's the same. It's literally the same situation as a lottery ticket. You can go back into the, the bookies. You can look at the CCTV footage at that oh, well, specific yeah, time. Well, going back to the CCTV thing. So you'd go back I'd to the shop, go through the CCTV footage. Yeah, I would. I find that person. Would. Go on a manhunt to find them. I, don't, I think it'd be more straightforward than a manhunt. I think you could just go in and they... I don't even think the bookies would go and do the CCTV thing for that. They'd be like, fuck off. You would not go into a bookies or a shop and look through CCTV I'd, footage to give well, someone if I didn't a million do that, I'd euro. Rip her up. You'd rip it up? Yeah. <laughs> no way. No way. Uh, you know, I don't, I, don't, I, disagree. I don't believe you, first of all. And I don't believe anybody else would do that. And only because I don't, I think they'd be too afraid that the person, if I knew for certain that he would share the money with me, then I'd do it. But if I knew that I was going to give him that ticket and he could be nothing, then I, I wouldn't that, that, that would be a kick in the teeth. Yeah. So I wouldn't, re- I wouldn't take that gamble on such big money. Well, I'd just give it back just for a... Uh, you know, know, peace of mind. Own peace of mind. Yeah. What was his answer? He said that he had an answer at the end of it. Liam, <coughs> Liam says he would try and find the owner. There you go. Don't believe him. Well done, Liam. Well done. Sweetheart. Sweetheart, Liam. If you found 50 quid outside a shop, would you go in looking for the CCTV no. footage? No. This was a court case in the UK in 2009. A couple found a winning lottery ticket and they cashed it in. It won 30 grand. And then the person who owned the ticket, the person who owned the ticket was able to prove that she had bought it because she kept the receipt. So they were able to go back and check when it was sold. The winning ticket was sold. Um, and so the two people who found it and cashed it in were fined half of the money. I'm not sure why they didn't find them the full money uh, and given an 11 month suspended sentence for fraud. Jesus. All because so they picked up a ticket. Like. If you collect the winnings, hold on to some of it. there will be the chance that, a very good chance these days you'd imagine that there will be some record of, basically if someone suspected that their ticket might have won and they went to check it out, they'd almost certainly have paid by card so they could find the exact time they made the purchase. They could go back and ask CCTV. They could probably high chance of getting caught. Never mind guilt. Why would they know it's that ticket? Like, well, I imagine the national lottery could go back and say this is exactly when this ticket was oh, sold. Okay. At which machine? Even if I lost my lottery ticket in a shop, and the news said the winning ticket was bought in the shop. It wouldn't be that I lost you the wouldn't be thinking of the one you dropped like. yeah I still wouldn't be thinking and if somebody went and claimed it I'd say oh, look it was them Jesus could have been me look I'd never well, like I think at the back of your head you're going to think what if it was my one that I dropped yeah well, you probably wouldn't be fully convinced on it unless you were familiar with the numbers that you had picked when I used to do the lotto 
I used to pick the same numbers all the time. And I, I wonder, did they ever come out? I wouldn't do that because then I'd be afraid the one day, I, the one week I don't do it, the numbers would come out. And that, mm. would, that would eat me up for the rest of my life. What's your top three? I think everyone has like three numbers they'd always pick. Will we go to the next question? Yeah. <laughs> mine is well, 7, 11 and 21. Oh, 11 is a mine. Christy. How are you, Christy? Good see. Christy, who is in Abu Dhabi, says he loves the podcast, listening since episode one. Oh, uh, Christy's question is this. If we got invaded by aliens tomorrow, which member of the human race would you choose to go and meet them first? To give the best first impression of Earth and its inhabitants. It can be a famous person or someone you know personally. Thanks, lads. Keep up the good work. Me. <laughs> Fair enough. I'd like to get... No, I don't know. Um, David Attenborough. Oh, mm. do you know what? That's a really good show. That's a really good show. He could tell them everything in a lovely voice. Wouldn't he? Uh, yeah. I think that's the most quickly and correctly answered question we've ever had in the bonus episode. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> new year, new me. David Attenborough is good. Or Morgan Freeman. Is Neil Armstrong still alive? No. Oh, I changed. Oh, do you know what? I have a you better never, answer. You I have never a better answer. mind up to change. <laughs> I changed my mind. I'd send a child, an in it the most innocent human being that oh, you God. can, because that's the purest form of humanity. Would be like a. But oh, they, I just mean, want, they just want answers <laughs> and to be terrified. They, they just, the aliens just want an- answers, and this child is just beating around the bush. You know the way they, they go on like as kids like just Yeah, would they presume that every human is like this child? Um, uh, yeah. Is the and implication they that they would only get to meet this one person? No, but it's the first impression, you know. The introduction to Yeah, Earth. first impressions count. Well then I think I think a child has more curiosity than a grown adult and would be I mean if you took the fear away from the child the child would be crawling all over the spaceship and licking things pulling at things just annoying like, so what is Earth all about and the child would be like uh, the man um, <laughs> and then he uh, like fell and they're like four year olds I'm thinking like a ten year old ten or eleven what about Greta she's nineteen yeah, she's a grown she'd, woman she'd be good wouldn't she no she wouldn't she, she'd fucking bar the knickers off them they'd be like if, they, if, they, if they wear any <laughs> I always uh, suspected they didn't wear clothes who did aliens yeah you always thought they'd be in the nipple I always thought they'd wear clothes like a jumpsuit skin tight mm. jumpsuit for some reason when I think of an alien I think of the greyest what? the classic like X-Files just greyest grey colour yeah and the big eyes yeah, yeah big black black eyes yeah um, what was no. the question? Who would you send to be oh, like yeah. the Earth's ambassador to the aliens? Oh, Dave Attenborough all day. Mm. That's a good answer. What How age? old is he? 80 years old? 90? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. 90. I think he's 90 years old. Yeah. He's, he's well on. Born in 1940. The man's lived through World War Two. So is me, Nanny. Alright, so let's... Attenborough is the choice. But yeah. what if he's busy? Okay. He, what if he doesn't want the gig? I have to pick a second option. No, you get sent. Me? Yeah, what What do you say to them? <laughs> I don't know my arse or my elbow. That's what? probably what I'd just say. I don't know my arse or my elbow. And you'd be like, what? What's your plan? What's your plan for small talk when you first meet the aliens? Well, obviously, I'd have to bring up the weather first. <laughs> <laughs> just be like, someday, rain again, isn't it? And then I'd just say, uh, maybe you'd introduce them to... Do you have to travel far, that kind of yeah. stuff? Yeah, where'd you come from? Yeah. 
traffic heavy. <laughs> bad, yeah. It's up there in the clouds, it's heavy. In space. The clouds. In space. Take <laughs> <laughs> up from the clouds. If you could ask them one thing, they behind the clouds. Do not see that fucking film. What are we gonna say if it's gonna ask them one thing? Yeah, if you got one question, what would it be? What do you want? Yeah. Um. What planet are from? Where'd you come from? What do you want? Where do you come from? What's your gig like? That's what I'd say. What's your gig, man? <laughs> you hungry? I just, do you know what I do? Can I have a shot at your spaceship? I bring them to the chipper and get them a donut kebab. Oh, and I'd change. say, change your life, man. They eat that and they'd stay forever. And they'd all just start working in chippers. <laughs> they'd have their own little alien chipper. They'd have National Fish and Chips Day. I'd say, can I touch it? Can I see a technology? How did you get here? I'd say the technology would be fucking mad. Wouldn't even be comprehensible what it was. No. What it is. You'd just be like, what is that? You'd probably have a fucking existential crisis over it. Your, your brain couldn't fathom at all what was going on. There's a fella called Bob Lazar. Did you ever heard of him? Bob Lazar, yeah. He claims that he walked in Area 51. I think I heard of him, yeah. And he, descri- he walked on the alien technology that he found in Area 51. I don't believe that. No? Mad, though. Imagine, imagine if what he was saying was true. What did he say? Just that he was walking on spaceships, alien spaceships, and trying to reverse engineer them and understand how they walk. What did he say the technology was like? I don't even... Like, he it's, it's, he it's, can't describe it. Like It's just... Yeah. What's fueling the craft, Like you know? It's not yeah. Even, I think he was saying some ball was yeah. you know, <laughs> they had drawings and stuff like that of what was inside it must have been having terrible dreams do you remember they were all going to storm area 51 and about six people showed yeah. up <laughs> they, they showed up and they were like yeah you just have to turn back and they're like oh, all right. oh sorry about that thought sorry. we could just run in <laughs> <laughs> just an SUV comes down off the hill and just goes oh, turn the fuck back yeah, come on lads not be acting the bollocks yeah. come on like come on what the fuck go back to your Facebook page <laughs> go back to your ma's bedroom Go back and put your tinfoil hat on. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think that's us. Okay. Two questions. Are I getting good? No, <laughs> we're not. We're not. The though. questions are getting better. Christy, Christy from the flats. Yeah. Go ahead. Do the outro, Joe. We can't be living on past history. <laughs> uh, thanks very much for listening to the Staller podcast. As always, the full episode, the, the, the main episode, should I say, is out Wednesdays, 1pm. So check that out. Give it a rating. Tell a friend. Spread the word. Let's make 2020 spread train. the word of our Lord Jesus. and Saviour. Jesus Christ. Stalin. We are your Saviour. Love you. Talk to you later, right? I'll see you.